Keep on 11, grab a beverage, get comfy, and buckle up for some opinions and perspective on heavy metal, motorcycles, sports, and more. Fucked every time that hurts, man. That wasn't actually so bad, but maybe it was just because my head's cleared in a different spot, right? But that, that didn't hurt as bad, so well. that was good. Keeps us our, our momentum, right? The momentum. <laughs> yeah, keep it all in one direction. <laughs> How are you doing? Hey, I'm all right, bro. How are you, man? Good. Feels like winter. It totally feels like winter. Yeah. There. Not taking my toque off to the spring. No, it's it's on. It's, yeah. it's a permanent fixture. Block now. heater. Yep. Stays on. Just depends what color. I'm wearing the pink one today. I see that. Yeah. It's my daughter insistence, right? So. Yeah. It's okay. Keeps my head warm. Today, we're on episode number four. Number four it is. Of our podcast, Keep It On 11. That's right. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But most, today? Most times, yeah. Yeah. Most times we're going to talk briefly about CFL football. We have to. Yeah. Briefly, well, quick comments. I mean, it's the la- it was the last game of the season, right? Great cup for the great cup, right? And yeah. So we got lots to say. Yeah, for sure. But okay. we'll keep it very short. You bet. And then we'll dive into some NHL. Absolutely, we're gonna. And then we're gonna do some Canadian bearded dad guy stuff. It is, it, and yeah, and I'll, I'll leave just it at that. Leave it at that. It's gonna be fun. Excellent. Let's start off CFL. All right. What did What did you think of the game? So. It was a good game. I enjoyed the football. Yeah. Uh, my point being when I picked Montreal to beat everybody out of the East was just so that when the Bombers did get upset, it was by the, the Frenchies. But in this case, it was by the Toronto Argonauts. And that, that just irks me bad, man. It does, eh? Well, Any other team but? Any team but Yeah, Toronto. ABC. Anything, anybody but Calgary. Yeah, and see, I'm anybody but Toronto. Okay, so... I'm glad the Bombers lost. I truly, truly am. You know, 23 to 24, they lost. Yeah, it was close. Like, close, Very close. close. And and just, it was a loss. So they didn't, no dynasty for you. Right? They thought they were going to get their third Grey Cup in a year, uh, in a row. Didn't happen. So yeah. back to zero. Yeah, it is back to zero. Okay, now I'm done ranting. Right. Well, kind of, anyways. Yeah, and, and, and for me, like, I... We were traveling back from a hockey tournament. You know, my boy had a hockey tournament out of town, so we were traveling back. So I was listening to it on Sirius Radio, and and it was hard to hear because the crowd was so loud, and to try to hear the commenter, so it it, it was difficult. In Regina, Saskatchewan, yeah, the hundred ninth Grey Cup. Um, lots of tickets available because I'm Green Rider fan. As soon as the their team doesn't make the playoffs, they sell all their tickets off, and they're giving them away. And you know, oh, imagine making tree ornaments out of them and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Eh? So, but I hear they put on a good party, so that's cool. Oh, I imagine. It's yeah. great, man. So Toronto wins out of the blue. Uh, second stringer quarterback comes in, finishes off the game by one point. I mean, it was good football by the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, that's... That's all the world needs to know. Only thing is, is I'm super stoked about the 2023 season, right? We've jumped into... But we've moved on to hockey. Yeah, But I'm just looking forward to the CFL in the spring and what comes with that because we all both know, we all know, CFL fans know, it's going to be a different season, different faces. It's already started, right? Didn't you say the same thing last year about your team, though? Well, about my team's a different story. Okay. okay. I'm just saying the CFL. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, you got the guy that just led the stumps for the last 19 years now in your corral, right? He is. Yeah, before the season was even over, Mm -hmm. right? So that kind of fun stuff I look forward to. 
We'll have a different discussion on my team and how that's going to look in 2023. There we go. But I'm prepared for that conversation. <laughs> Anyways, the Bombers still suck. Their yeah. fans all need to just sit down and relax a little bit. <laughs> Take a deep breath, right? And yeah. hope for the best in 2023. There we go. No dynasty for you. So NHL. Whoa. Lots to talk about there, hey? Oh. Hey, first of all, uh, rest in peace, Boris Salmi. Yeah, Passed totally, the other right? day. Wow. And we just saw him on TV the other night, hey? Yeah. Brought a tear to our eyes and... Uh, I hope he's okay where he's at now. Oh, I'm sure he's better off. NHL hockey. Where are we at? So I know where my team's at. Okay. Do you want to start with mine? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So we're sitting. And this is surprising. So considering, you know, they, they lost their number one goalie. He's back now. Uh, they've been playing their third and fourth string goalie. But yet they're still winning games. And not only the goalie situation, but our defense. I mean, Muzzin's out. You know, uh, so key guys. Bro- Brody's out. Uh, now um, Riley's out as well. So those are our like top three uh, defensemen. They're gone. You know, and we have, you know, some, well, Giordano. I mean, but he's, he's, he's an older man for hockey, right? And then we have some young stars that are, that are stepping up. But to have a winning record still it shocks me. It really does. So you're saying your defense is full of holes and how you're staying afloat is unbelievable. You don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. And Marner, good for Marner. He's on a 16-point streak, streak man. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's considerable, hey? Yeah, it totally is. And your record, our, Leafs? Our record, we're 13-5-5. Five five. So we're sitting second in the, uh, in the Atlantic uh, with 31 points. Right. So what stat means the most to you? It's it, I, Obviously, you know, the win-loss column is important, right? But it's hard to judge a team by that because if I take a look at my plus-minuses on that team, I mean, it's not very good at all. Yeah. You know, where other teams that are that are above with more points and around us with, with you know, less points, yep. their plus-minus is way we more better. than ours is. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Because mine's mine's always about points and who's and where you're at, right? So, yeah, yeah. So we're sniffing down the drawer of it, behind of everybody. Yeah, you are. Well, not 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 bad, but it's coming. Well, it's close because I mean it's all within a point. Right. It is. Yeah. Literally. Um, and the Oilers, if we're going to change gears to me, is they're three and seven in the last ten. Like you can't. That's not very good hockey. No. Especially so, on the road. So. You keep hearing, you know, McDavid and Drysdale, McDavid and Drysdale. You know, what, uh, it's obviously a team sport, you know, and your backup goalie, you must be happy with him and his performance. Two best goalies in the league, man. Oh, d- quit. Quit. And, and that's why, Check. that's why me as a Leaf fan, I wasn't too upset with Jack Campbell leaving. To pay him $5 million, who is a legitimate, second string goalie i would 100 percent give him that but he's not a number one goalie that's okay i said one too so yeah. the guy takes a puck in the nose the other day hanging off the, the bench <laughs> on the bench breaks his nose on tuesday in a game versus new jersey i think it was mm-hmm. and then he was in net the other night yeah with a broken nose it's only a broken and he won nose, so that's all i gotta say man i don't know if he's number one but i don't care how much they pay him but Things are going well. Five billion dollars. They, they got to have good, two good goalies, not just one. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, you, your team should know. 
Okay, so we ch- I checked off a lot of things there, man, about that. So Did um, it? yeah, uh, it. So 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 let me ask you though, like, yep. are, so knowing, you know, how passionate you are about the about the Oilers, are you surprised where they're at? Are you concerned where they're at? Where 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 are you at with their with their record and everything? So what I said to the boys the other night was we we're watching it. The leaders of the team, the one that has a C and the A's on their shoulders, yeah. needs to rattle that locker room, something fierce. And we were down 3 nothing against the Rangers. Yeah. Going into the third. Come back and one. Yep. And come back in the century, man. Well, this week. Anyways, <sighs> this week. Uh, and I said, you know, it's just simple, fellas. you got to go in there and then you got to ask for the room, get rid of the coach. Those leaders need to say something. And then those guys need to get out on the ice and do what they need to do. And in my opinion, that happened. Yeah, because okay. they came back and won four to three in the third period, right against the Rangers. So great hockey game, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, both goalies played really, really well. But so I'm not happy with where they're at because three and seven and on the road is our, our records better on the road. So something's got to change. And they made lots of line changes, right? So no, you have to mix it up. Yeah, they mixed it up. So now our leaders and everybody else that's getting paid big bucks to skate on there better start skating hard. So we'll see what the next ten are like. It's going to be tricky. We'll see. Um, but I'm really looking forward to New Year's Eve because that's when we play the Winnipeg Wets, mm-hmm. right? So that finally, and then I think we play you guys in March. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so yeah. So right now we're like quarter way through the. Yeah, we got a ways season. to go, but yeah. this is where you got to get into that meat and potatoes. And this, the Oilers do that no different than the Leafs do the same thing. So we know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're in what third, second, second, fifth, fourth, fourth. Oh, overall, overall, yeah. That's all I look for is overall, man. I don't care about the division stuff. Well, you have that to. Com- I mean, that's but that comes that, out in the playoffs. But that's how the playoffs are, are determined. Though, I know is by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like looking at it that way. All right. Because then it's easier to do my drawings on. <laughs> and I noticed that too. Your little crayon drawings. How you doing in your drafts? Terrible. Oh. Absolutely terrible. Okay. You? Well, um, uh, I met you in the basement there at the one with work. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going well there. <laughs> no. And then uh, I've been on top of ours for quite some time, but today uh, the Broad Street bum rushers there oh. passed me, but I passed him again, so okay. back and first. So he'll have a little bit of excitement there and, and some, some smack talk, I imagine, about where our standings are in that draft. And I'm sure you've already screenshotted too. I haven't done, I didn't because, I, no, I didn't want to, but he probably did. He he'll probably go did. away and do 18 hours of work with of uh, Photoshop on it, right? so it looks pretty. <laughs> the... And that's the thing, right? I'm not getting into a meme more with those guys. Holy man, are they I ain't talented. got time for that. Oh, yeah. Talented, my ass. It totally is, man. What'd you think of the retro jerseys? Of? Anybody. Did um, you see them? Did you see the Oilers one? No, I didn't watch the game. Uh, Leafs, I'm, yeah, obviously, I'm going to love those ones. I think it was the Florida ones were yeah. just so ugly. Palm tree and a hockey stick. Yeah. And a funky blue. Yeah. I don't know. They're pretty loud, though. No, I, I thought they were so ugly. Yeah. The Oilers ones I like. They added the orange to that jersey, and I have that one from 2006, right? So. Okay. Yeah, I think they're pretty cool. The The blue and the orange, I guess, in real life, looks really, really nice together. So I added that to the Santa list. Nice. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, the other teams, there were lots of other teams that the retros were kind of, Colorado played with theirs on last night. I liked it. Oh, oh really? Cool. Eh? Yep, yep. So I like some of the teams with the, but there are some far-fetched ones. Oh, absolutely. I think it's kind of neat because it's just, it's league-wide. It's not just some teams. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone got to do it, right? So yeah. Did you add anything to your Santa's list for hockey stuff? 
I haven't. I, I've been so busy. I haven't been able to, you know, sit down and, and, and she asked me the other night too, like, you know, what do you want? Right. And I was like, nothing. Right. But yeah, you're a big help. I know. I know. That's pretty, that, that's almost verbatim what she said. Right? Yeah. Uh, we do wish list or Elfster. Elfster is an app. And you put what you want in this app, and then your Santa sees who it, what oh, you nice. want. Yeah, so you load it up with, you get a budget, and you load it up. So I put a ton of Oiler stuff on there, right, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. See how it goes. Huh, good idea. And I did some Black Friday shopping at the Elk store on Friday, so. Yes, yeah, I'm not a shopper at all. Should be on Black Friday, man, especially. I, 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 Maybe tomorrow, Cyber Monday. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's just not you can save it. so much, right, and then buy more. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you know, how that goes, right? I'm just not in the shop. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so Oilers, Panthers are next, and then Chicago. Both we lost to. Yeah. So that's who's next for the Oilers. We'll see how that goes this week. Well, hang tight. Buckle up, as I say. (laughs) I know you do. This is the momentum you need going into the new season. New season, not new season. Second half. All right, so part of our podcast, part of our discussions, just part of our description what you and i talked about uh when what we were going to sit and talk about was you, canadian guy stuff yep so i know we've talked a little bit of hockey we talked a little bit of cfl football we have talked about a little bit of motorcycles um but there's more to it than just that of course there is yeah and we in discussions about today's episode number four which we got to come up with a cool name for it yeah um Something hit the hit the wire, and, and, and we just kind of went, hey, maybe we should talk about that on our podcast. Why not? And my my only thing is, I mean, because it's political. And, yeah. And, and, you know, I, 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 I'm hoping that this is the only political discussion that we'll ever have. Well, I'm okay with that. Uh, but we need to make sure we get an open mind. Right. Oh, yeah, and it's easy to have a discussion about this kind of stuff uh, in a political taste, but how it affects you and I and and, and other Canadian dads, right? Yep. So, yeah, I get you. Yeah, politics is in my th- strength, but there's comes a point when people get a little deeper into it, right? So, oh, it, it's insane, man. Yeah, so we can have a discussion about it, just perspective, our opinions, and then of course respecting each other, right? So, I'm kind of excited. All right, Let's dive in. So Tuesday. Things got a little heated around Canada on Tuesday. Yeah. Around an amendment that was being passed in the House of Commons? No, not even. Or working its way. In queue? Well, yeah, it's in queue. Yeah. It's called Bill C-21. Yeah, so it's an amendment to Bill It's in a bill, so they want to change something that's in there. Yes. The government leaders. Yeah, they want to add stuff. Gotcha. So uh, the reason why it kind of hits home is it's about firearms. Of course. Yeah. Um, so listen, this isn't my expertise and by no means am I uh, an expert on the subject, but I've got some perspective and so do you. Mm-hmm. Um, how does this affect Canadians, this amendment? It, big time, right? I mean, so so if you... Th- oh. And it's going to be hard not to get rattled up here just because it just... Well, you can get rattled all you want. It riles me up a bit. So, I, you know, first and foremost, I mean, I think anything, if we can curb, you know, gun violence within this country, it's a good thing, right? So nobody's getting hurt. So nobody's getting hurt. Okay. And, and, there's, and I think anybody and everybody would, would agree to that, 
right? Both sides. It doesn't matter if you're right wing, left wing. You're, you're all in the same bird. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, good guys, bad guys. Absolutely. Yeah, you know? I got you. And and so no one wants to see more, you know, gun violence happening. However, with that being said, I also feel that it's a tragedy. It, it's disgusting, actually, to take these tragic events that happened, um, you know, such as the the um, Nova Scotia shooting. Yep. And then that's when all of a sudden, you know, there's a, a ban on mil- military-grade assault-style weapons kind of thing. And that's where it all started, right? Based off of, you know, uh, their platform that they were going to do something, right? So they put, you know, they, they put things in place there to, to ban certain firearms kind of thing, right? So there was a, if you take a look at the Gazette that's been, that was distributed, you know, there's over 1,500 variants of firearms that were Make banned. model styles. Yeah, that were banned at that time, right? And did you scratch your head back then too? Oh, oh yeah, I, okay. I was irate. I was irate, right? So... So, the, so there's that, you know, and, and, and it's not only, it's not only that, but, it, but it's the way they did it through an order in council, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, wasn't even debated or anything else. Kind of, they used an order in council and got this done. And Sneaky pool. A hundred percent. Wow. See, yeah. that's what gets my blood going. Absolutely. Wow. Right? So, so there, there's that. Um, and again, I mean, to to use tragedies, you know, and to for your political gain, and, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes now, like with the commissioner of the RCMP of did she or did she not, um, you know, promise you know ministers and and the PM's office about you know to share what type of firearms were used by the shooter for their political gain, right? And she, you know, so it, there's a whole bunch of stuff there's going on in the background. Yeah, I got right? you. So. Yeah. Um, so, so that's always ongoing. Then you take a look at what happened in the States, you know, um, I, I can't remember which, which shooting it was. And then all of a sudden, you know, up here in Canada, you know, there are, uh, there's handgun freezes, sales. Oh yeah. So you can't transfer, you can't, um, purchase, you cannot sell handguns. The government do that, right? So from there, again, using a tragedy that happened down the States and you can't compare, you know, Canada to the states and and the way their firearms law work because we have a federal program. The states don't have a federal program; they're based on state states. to state, okay. to state kind of thing, yep. right? For us up here, it, it's it's a federal federal law that we have, right? So, um, coast to coast, 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 coast to coast, coast to coast to coast, absolutely, right? One for all, <laughs> well, supposedly, yeah. But but again, you know, so so they're. Putting these different things in place, you know, for for the safety they're saying uh, of Canadians. However, what they're doing is again targeting the law-abiding citizens, and and because we are the ones that you know we we have to store them properly, you know, we have to transport them properly. We have a whole rigid uh, system, a system in place, kind of yep. thing of of how things are done. And not only that, you know, we. We get our names checked, you know, every 24 hours, right? So um, when through the RC, um, for the RCMP, the uh, the Canadian Police Information Center system, right? Yep, I understand what you're talking the, about. Uh, the CPIC, every 24 hours, anyone with a PAL license, you know, or our PAL. They're run. They're run 24, uh, you know, once every 24 hours. Wow. So if something happens, right? So if, if I was out, 
say I was out drinking, I got too belligerent and got in a fight, whatever like that. The next time my name got run, if I got charged kind of thing, flagged. that's going to pop up on there. Wow. Right? So we have some amazing things in place already for the safety of people. Um, could things be stronger? That's debatable, right? But again, it's they're not doing anything for the hard for the criminals, right? Because the criminals don't listen or they don't care, and they don't follow the rules. They don't follow the rules. They don't have the licenses or yeah. anything else, right? So, if I may, uh, in doing some background on this, just to make sure my my head was clear in the direction of the conversation, it, I found a highlight, and the C twenty one amendment is proposed to ban millions of hunting rifles, prohibition of rifle or shotgun capable of centerfire ammo or semi-auto manner, designed to accept detachable cartridges with a capacity of five or more. Yes. So that's what the, like, that's high level what the amendment is looking at. Yeah, so so any any centerfire rifle that's semi-automatic. Yep. The, um... Yeah, they're again they're prohibited now. No, they're prohibited. They have well, to... well sorry, they're going to be prohibited they're because gonna be. because what happens is is the the liberals have the NDP and they have the block all on their they're side. They're all on the same so, side. So it's good. Yeah, so it's going to pass. So if those guys were to stand up and do their job and be um, opposition, yeah, but they're not on this. No, one. they're going to. Wow. Yeah. So that speaks to me about the common day folk, the lie about law abiding citizens, the hunters. Uh, recreation rifle users, uh, they're not weapons, they're, they're firearms in my opinion. They're tools. Uh, they're tools. And so uh, that's going to wipe out a whole bunch of people's uh, collections, um, well, ownership of. There's there's no way of tracking them because because when the long gun registry was abolished. Uh, by know, the liberals, right? No, by, by the conservatives. Well, it was created by the liberals. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. So when I was abolished now, so if you're starting to prohibit non-restricted firearms, there's no way of tracking that, unless they were registered at one time. At one time, yeah, you betcha. Usually upon purchase. Yeah. So, is that the so you and I? One of my questions was, is that the right target? So you and I both agree it's not the right target. Oh, absolutely, it's not no. the right target because bad guys are going to get bad guys' guns. So, so that's the thing, right? We live like in Canada. We live it's along hard. the longest unprotected border in right. the world, right? right? And so, eighty percent. Of the of the firearms that are used for 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 gun violence within Canada, are smuggled from the states. Wow, that's a big number. It's a huge number, and so to go even further, so you're you're missing another twenty percent. Doesn't mean that twenty percent are are sourced, right. um, you know, within Canada kind of thing. It just means they don't know where they where the source comes from. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's again, you know, you, you're having all these things happening with. Illegal firearms and a huge percentage of smuggled firearms coming into this country. Huge. But yet it's guys, guys like you and I, legally. right, that yep. go through, um, you know, the the whole process is to, to, to get licensed. You know, so you can write your test yep. and everything else. Take take your courses, write your test, everything. It doesn't mean you're going to get your license. You still need to be vetted by the RCMP anyways. Yep. So, again, you're, you're all these... Gun grabs, all they're doing is targeting the wrong people. Yeah, I agree. So how does this affect you, this amendment? How does it affect you personally? Well, well I look at my cabinets and yeah, stay that I, way. There, it's, there, there's just a whole lot of things that 
you know, I, I can never use again. More or less paperweights. I, I can't pass down to my children. You can't, eh? No. So they got to be rendered when they're when you're gone. Yeah. Wow. See, things are getting nuts. And and the scary part, and and this is, and this is what I think a lot of people don't understand is, so this is private property right. that myself and and millions of other people, like other Canadians, have kind of thing. Right. What is stopping the government from doing the same thing, other than firearms? There's nothing stopping them. So this is a, this is. A, this is scary, and I don't I think agree. people really understand, understand that. that. That's what I was thinking about names for this episode. I was like under control. Like, it's not just about firearms; it's about the next things. Absolutely, it is. yeah. And whatever else is going on behind the scenes, yeah. right? So, when I said, you know, let's talk about something that's political. It's this is an important one because of the other effects that it's going to have to eh, mm-hmm. for Canadians. And um, so that's the thing is, there's a lot of people now with a bunch of cabinets that have paid a lot of money. Yeah. Got ammo stocked up somewhere, and that can't leave the house now. I think you have to get well, permission from the RCMP or something. No, you can't. Not if the, once once this passes, and you know, unless you were grandfathered in right. to have a prohibited license, yeah, you you You're can't. Done. You're done. So there's a buyback program. It's not a buyback, and and that's the, and that's what, another thing that pisses me off. The the government never whoa, ain't the, it? the government <laughs> never bought this. I never bought this from the government, so they're not buying this fucking back. Well, explain from it me. to me, because so I got a con- question mark to this, it going. This is a con- this is a conference confiscation. It's not a buyback. Oh, is that right? hundred percent. Yeah, so they can't. They're going to come take your rifles, and they're going to give you money. Well, they're hoping to. Is the article, how, how are you going to enforce? How are they going to enforce that? Oh, I, yeah, that's not the article I read uh, said that they're going to need at least seven hundred fifty million dollars to buy back. No, that's that's so grossly underrated. It's it's in the billions. That's, is that right? One hundred percent. Wow, that's bonkers. It is. So why not put that money towards a whole bunch of things? You know, the the Canadian ser- border services. Why not put that towards social programs to? do the prevention of having gang violence and everything else kind of thing, right? That's, to me, that is a better source of where the funding could be used rather than taking the taxpayers' dollars and picking on the law-abiding guys for something that's going to have zero effect. So ever since that, and and I was trying to look at this up kind of thing, but there's no stats that are on this because it's too soon. But ever since that freeze happened, that handgun fr- freeze happened and everything else, oh, kind of yeah. thing, there's still lots of shootings going on. What, what, what looking good is this doing? Well, I saw a couple of uh, articles that showed that the number's actually gone up 32% since they've made these changes. So I remember that number was one yeah. of them. That's considerable. Like, holy doodle. Yeah. Yeah, so these things are proving not to work. And that's when I was flipping through my notes. It's That's exactly what I said is what's Canada doing wrong? Sorry. Uh, and so that, you know, for more controlling spending dollars that they could use better places. 100% they can. Yeah, so this is how I am saying it's such an important conversation to have. So we understand it, but it also folks that listen that it's going to affect other things down the road. Too. Yeah. Because it's just so, one of those things. So you can take a look at it. What was it, Australia, where when they did their whole gun ban thing? Oh yeah, I remember. They had that. they had like what thirteen. The, the the numbers I read was between thirteen and fifteen percent compliance. That was it. Yeah, My, minor. Yeah, and they had they showed all the pictures of the miles and the mountains of yeah. rifles all stacked up. Hey. And and their numbers in crime, who knows where they ended up? Yeah, I, I don't. Change, I don't. Probably got worse. But but again, I mean, the, it's a difference because you're on an island there versus us that that are boarding with the states, right? 
right? So the, who have the most most number of guns per capita, per you know, per person kind of thing, right? So they said they're it, smuggling they, them using drones, flying them across. Not only that, the, the 3D printing them and everything else. Well, yeah, there's all kinds of things. So, well, that's so that affects you um, and your personal um, use of firearms. Yeah, and your right to own one. We don't have rights here in Canada. So those are the things that that to me is what's happening here is you're losing your rights. But I, and. And it's it's just, I don't want to say it's a slippery slope, but it's it's a point of you know in Canada we're not like the states where we have in our second we don't have a second amendment right it's not a right uh-huh. we have pri- we have privileges oh, okay yeah so it's not a constitutional no, right like the Americans have. not at all and that's why their system is a little different so where do we rank in the world with with firearm management we have one of the most. Um, rigorous, rigorous. Look, listen to us too. Hey, those big words, right? We do, absolutely, we do in the world. Yep. Wow. Yep. And yet, this is this is stuff happening. Absolutely. What can Canadians? What guys? What can guys like you and I do to get this fixed? Or I, I think, do you know, I, I've been thinking well, about that. I have been thinking lots about it. I mean, I think education is a huge, huge part of it. I remember, I remember a couple of years ago when, when when this all started in in 2020, and my late Nana and you know we we just happened to I, I said uh, I said oh yeah we went to the range today you know took the boys out, and and she's oh there's no need for you know because she watched the news right, and I was like whoa 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 I said Nana and I actually had to have a conversation with her about all this and she had no idea about you know what what it took to get the license and everything else kind of thing all the hoops what what all the hoops i you know had to jump through um how i tra- have to transport it directly from my house to the range because it's the only place uh, so so again my ar15 the only place i'm allowed to shoot that is at a registered range shooting range yeah yeah um you know so explaining all this stuff that no you can't you know i can't just go to canadian tire with it sitting in you know the back of my car or my truck sorry and and, and the rifle else rack in the right? window like i used to exactly right so yeah. so it's uh, to me it's education right because yeah. by the end of that conversation she's like i had no idea i said right. absolutely right so to me it comes down to education especially within the um the urban centers, because you know people like in in Toronto, Montreal, you know Vancouver, you know Sur- Surrey, like all those bigger cities, the average folk doesn't. I don't feel that they understand, uh, you know, the gangbangers that are that are shooting themselves. It it's not. It has zero to do with us yeah. law-abiding firearm owners. Yeah, and I think most people would agree. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they, you, but they don't know. But though. they That's don't the know. So the yeah, education and how do you do all that, all that good stuff? Uh, my brother was like that. He liked to educate people yeah. so that they knew better and make your own decision. Yeah. Right. So, well, it's a good start then. Hey. Oh, for well, it's an idea. But, but until then, you just sit. Well, until then, I just you know, I I sit. I can voice your opinion, which voice is nice. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, do I, you go I'm, talk to your MLA or say and see. We're what? we're conservatives here. So it doesn't matter, right? So in in this area that we live, it's 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 conservative. So I don't have to um, write letters to them I mean, because they, you know, doesn't matter. They, no, they're already on on my side. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, so. gotcha. Yeah, because they want to do whatever they can to get away from that. Yeah. Okay. 
I wrote in there that's kind of scary about these kinds of things. And, and part of the, the beef that I have is that how it snuck past or got in or yeah. passed a few doors without a few boxes getting checked is what gets me riled up. Absolutely. Because that lessens the chance for guys like you and I to put our hand up and say, whoa. Yep. I've seen a couple of guys on YouTube that, uh, you know, they're going to go storm the parliament building or something. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh boy, I don't know if that's the answer, but. Well, I, I, and because it's an emotional thing and, yeah. and, and it's, you know, like I said, I get riled up quite a bit, you know, when, when I'm having discussions with, you know, with some people that are um, anti-farms or whatever, that they are, oh, the, oh, this is a good thing. This is going to, you know, stop. You know, and I'm like, no, it's not. Right. And so having those, I, again, having those logical conversations with people so they, so they understand I think it's going to be key. Yeah, you know, that's so, that education piece. Yeah. And where you're coming from, that's fair to share, right? And, uh, but my my comment was, it's scary for the generations ahead. It is. Yeah. Because if if this if this goes through again, this is you know you're setting precedents. Yep. Things and are going to change. A hundred percent. And to think, I mean, so if we're having a a gas shortage or a diesel shortage, yep. and the government comes out and says. We're going to take your vehicles now because we we want to save all the gas and diesel for uh, for trucks and military and yep. whatever kind of thing. So, w- what's the difference? Yep, that's not your property. Is your property? Yeah, and they come take it. Yeah. Well, and we've already experienced something like that because that happened in high level in Alberta when they mm-hmm. had the floods. There. They had the floods. Yeah. Yeah. So that was something that constitutionally stepped a few over a few. Absolutely. And did. some people got upset, and you know, I I really didn't too far into that and figured out how that all worked. I just, I knew it didn't sound right. No. Right. And, and, and the other thing with High River, because once once they scrapped the gun registry, all of the records were supposed to be shredded and destroyed kind of thing. However, Never that, happened. that would not, how could that happen in High River if they actually destroyed those records? So again, how would they know? Exa- exactly. Yeah, so they still know. Yeah. Yeah, High River. Uh dangerous though hey 100 percent, it is. yeah it's scary well and i think hopefully that the folks with the clear minds and and the tools to get the buzz going in the government to to hopefully stop not stop but slow down the process of of those kinds of things hey is it or is it just too far gone i I, no i i think i think it's just too far gone because because again you have the three parties are are going to be voting for this yeah and it's already in effect right i think it said in one of the comments yeah so yeah again so i mean this is just an amendment right right so i mean once you know this will be going it will be passing and you know nothing we can do right now wow eh? yeah well here's i mean i mean and and again i mean like so i'm a card carrying ccfr member Right, so the Canadian Coalition for Firearm Rights. Okay. So it's a it's a lobby group for uh, for firearm owners. They are one of the um, one of the lawsuits that are taking the government to court on this from back in the, the 2020 when all this stuff oh, uh, when way the back bans, when the when the bans first come into place. Okay. Like yeah, right. So because I, I believe that there's four lawsuits that are happening. Oh and, wow. and Yeah, and because this is just wrong. Yeah, so so there's an opportunity too, is to help to voice your opinion, is to join groups like that that yeah. do that, that if, support if them. Choose, yeah. If you choose, if yeah. if they line up with your values and your um, all the all that good stuff for what you're thinking, and they can speak on your behalf, that's a good good uh, group to be a part of. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, because now they're going to lay a lawsuit. And hope well, lawsuits like that usually drag on. Yeah, our grandkids will be dealing with them, right? No. Yeah, which is too bad. Totally, but, but at least they're doing it. 
because yeah. it shows that they're the, they're burning somebody's side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's good to know. So, so like I said, it, it's not, you know, it, it's not just the the sport shooters anymore. I mean, they, they've, you know, when this came out, you know, and they said, you know, we're not going after the hunters or or the farmers, nothing else. That's exactly what they're doing right now. Oh. By, by doing right. this. Yeah, my brother, who was an Ipsic shooter, international yeah. practical shooting somebody, right? Yeah. Uh, those guys must be outside their heads. Oh, for sure. Because they can't do what they do, right? Well, no, you still can. You can. Right, because because well, because those are those are different. So most of those are handgun, but you also have three-gun and everything else kind of thing, right? So, you, you know, some, a lot of times you'd use your, you know, handgun, you would use an AR-15, yeah. and then you would... Um, I think was it a shotgun? Shotgun, yeah. Right. So, so you can still do. Um, oh, so the back and forth between you can still do that with the handguns. With the handguns, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but this one with C twenty one is more around firearm shot rifles and shotguns. Rifles and shotguns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, but they still must be beside themselves because they're. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it's affecting them some way somehow. And again, right, right out lying, saying you know we're not coming for you know the for the again for the for the. Uh, hunters and the farmers, right? But this is exactly who this is targeting—the yeah. duck hunters, right? You know, right. and and it, it makes no sense, none. Yeah, I gotcha. Wow, interesting. Well, sure got my brain going about that a little bit. Oh, it totally is. And this is—I don't lose sleep over stuff like this. However, it, it, because it's a passion of mine. Yep. And, and and I so I try to keep myself up to date and aware of things. Yeah, good, educated. Absolutely. So you and I had a pretty civil conversation about this, I thought, hey. Totally did. We're on the same page. Yeah. Have you ever bumped into somebody that it didn't go so well? And you got a little rosy cheek? No, no, because because I think that's the last thing like for for myself, I mean, I I always talk calm about this. Yeah. And I try to stay as calm as I can just because I think, you know, once you start you know, getting irate and everything else, and and they're gonna say, "Yeah, typical, you know, firearm owner, you know," yep. and and it's like, no, it's not worth my time. So, I, I always try to articulate well on, on how I'm feeling and what what I believe in and what the stats believe in, what the and what the chiefs of uh, the Canadian police believe in that this has zero effect on gun violence, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's I think that's the best thing as as. As an enthusiast, is is to is to keep calm and have civil conversations. Yeah, about it. and be smart about it. Yeah, yeah, because the civil side of things is um, uh, it's easier to prove when you know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and I liked your comment about the rights and how we don't have any because they're just going away. Well, we don't have them. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it's worded, I guess. Eh? Yeah, and this affects us. It's huge. So. Like even for my for my family and what we have, that's all going to be rendered. All those things could be. Wow. So so that's the thing. You take a look at your cabinets. Yeah. See what you have. See what fits that criteria. Yeah. And and they're all listed, right? Like you said. Yep. I mean, you can you, if you just go on online, you know, look at the look at the gazette, um, gotcha. and that's what it's called, right? And I wrote that down. Um, you know, and and everything's listed on there. So are there there's going to be guys that are bending rules here then, and designing. Well, I, I don't, uh, how are you going to bend rules? Well, there's always a way around rules. Well, uh, there are, but but again, you're talking about again law-abiding firearm owners that have jumped through all this stuff. Because anything to do with firearm crimes, why would anyone risk that? Of because then, Ooh. right? So so if you're risking that of, of bending the rules on things, and then you end up getting charged, you're going to lose your license anyway. So then you're going to lose your firearms and et cetera, et cetera. Right? So 
most of the most of the people that I know, they, they would never risk stuff like that. So let me ask you though. So law abiding means uh, locked up, this, that, and the other thing. In my community where I've come from, let's say there was 10 break-ins. Yep. And in those 10 break-ins, firearms were taken. Yep. What percentage out of those 10 make it to the bad guys? Well, I, I, I don't know that. Me neither. How, however, it, it does... It, it's it's a mute point because your property or those those that property was stolen. Therefore, the people stealing it are doing illegal activities, anyways. Right. So that again, in in my view, it's a mute point. But I guess what I'm I, and, I was, and I'm not trying to be right or wrong on it. I was just thinking because it's happened. Oh, hundred percent it does. And so I wonder. Well, how many of those made it into the bad guys' hands? And then how many of those out of the ten? Yeah. Let's say one made it into the bad hands bad guy's hands and created a crime Mm -hmm. with that law-abiding piece of firearm that was stolen. Yeah. Then what do you do? Well, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do, right? So Mm -hmm. the law-abiding guy is still getting... Victimized. uh, Victimized by it because of him following the rules. Yeah. Right? And I just thought about that yesterday when I was talking with the boys about this and... and, uh, Because my community, that's happened 10 times. 100% it has. Crazy, hey? Yeah, man. Really got me thinking about that, so... Keep our cabinets locked. Keep them locked. Be safe. 100% be safe. Yeah, number one, right? Mm-hmm. Be safe. And, and, and that's how I started off. I, I think I think you'd be very hard-pressed to find anyone that doesn't want to um, curb, you know, uh, violence in Canada. For sure. Right? So Yeah, well, there's a few. Well, there's a few whack-a-moles out there. Whack-a-moles right? areas, right? So that was a good conversation about that. I think so. It'd be better if we walked in here and laid down our guns <laughs> <laughs> on the table, eh? <laughs> Healthy conversation. I, I thought it was really good conversation. Started off with quickly talking about the Grey Cup. Yeah. Looking forward to next year. We are. Always buy your gear after the Grey Cup. 60 to 70% off, man. Really? Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, NHL looking forward to the next few games. Some local hockey too, maybe. Social media. What about it? Keep it on 11 is on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and the recently famous Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Those are the four we've chose to, to lay everything down and hopefully we're connecting, right? See, I, and again, right, I, I'm just so not the social media guy one bit, man. Yeah, we're learning a few things and appreciate everybody's patience, but uh, check out those different uh, platforms. Uh, we're posting some good stuff. We're getting better at it. Nick's helping us out. We're getting some content we're getting there uh but also gives you an opportunity to share some feedback with us and facebook seems to be the one we're getting the most feedback yeah that seems to be the most for sure yeah so we have uh keep it on 11 page i think we'll probably take a stab at making a post soon about as episode four comes out about this bc21 yeah we should see if we clip conversation pops up and see what our friends that are liking our show and got to say get ready with the filter button i guess right well and it's good why not have conversation, get everyone's perspective. And and that's the thing. It's it's having these conversations, like I said, is that I think that's gonna be key for education. For so people. we can understand it all better. Yeah. Yeah. And how it affects our lives one way or another. Yeah. Gotcha. TikTok, we're still figuring all that all out. <laughs> I, I you get glued on it once in a while and it I, takes you forever and your next thing you know, an hour's gone by. So so that's the thing, right? So I, I never or rarely ever go on to ours for, for keeping on 11 on the TikTok there. However, 
you log on there, you think it's only getting two minutes, and then like hours later, it's like holy snap, man! It's, yeah, it's bedtime. Right? It's uh, it's absolutely bonkers, but uh, well, it is what it is. It right? is what it is. So we've got episode five and six coming up before Christmas. So so there's a thing. There, there's a thought. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we see what some of the fans wanted, or let's not fan. I don't want to say fans. Some of the listeners wanted for content, and yeah. uh, we'll go from there. Sure, add it to the list. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then also, uh, yeah, into the holiday season. So we're gonna have some cheer. Yes, we are. Some, and some food. Good food. Yeah, we'll have to share some good Christmas stuff, eh? Excellent. Well, sounds good. Looking forward to it, uh, folks. Send us your feedback on our social media platforms. Stay in touch. Show us that you're out there. Listen, right. we appreciate everyone that's uh, downloaded and liked our our podcasts on all those different platforms as well. Hey, so yeah, excellent. Till next time, Ron. Yep. Interested in our content? Do you want to hear more? Send us your feedback on all of our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Until next time, keep it on eleven. Maybe we should keep the rye out of it. Ha 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 ha